This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, on the awesome morning show, we like to feature new programs here on ORFM, and it's my great pleasure today to welcome to the studio Kate Bendel. Kate is the Dunedin Yoga Lady. Her fortnightly program is played Tuesdays 10.30 here on ORFM, and of course you can find the podcast from her website, oar.org.nz. Kate, uh, kia ora, good to have you with us. Thank you, great to be here. We settled on the Dunedin Yoga Lady as the name for your show because that's what you are, basically. Yes. And um, let's talk a little bit about about how you came to be here at ORFM, and I think we can also probably talk about your practice as well. But um, yoga is something that people tend to either practice on their own or within a group. It's one thing to be doing that maybe for many years as you have. It's another to bring it to radio and podcast. Tell us a little bit about that decision for you. Yeah, thank you. The decision was prompted really by my passion that I carry at the moment and seeing what's happening to the yoga industry at the moment. Um, I've been in the yoga world for over 35 years and I've seen a huge change in the last 10 or even probably more like five years and this explosion of the images that go with yoga because so many of us now are on Facebook or Instagram and yoga is just spewing out all over those platforms which you could argue is a good thing like more exposure, more people come to yoga but I think the opposite is happening I think because the images that we're seeing are falling into a really narrow narrow kind of band And that would be what the slim, serene looking well decked out woman usually? Absolutely which is just way, way too narrow and for me it's um, I've aged, I'm 55 now I started yoga when I was 18 so it's this mixture of recognising for myself that yoga that I see, that doesn't relate to me at all, even though I've done yoga for so long and also acknowledging there's so many other people out there who can benefit from yoga particularly at the moment with what's going on and I'm, I thought radio would be a really interesting way to kind of expand the audience and make it more accessible. What do you put that proliferation of imagery that you're talking about down to at this time? I mean, it's not—it's hardly new to use young and attractive people for advertising. Uh, is it just that we're noticing it more? No, I think it's exploded, partly driven by more and more people are taking up yoga as as their way of making money actually which you know that's what I do so I'm not saying that's a bad thing but I think there's this uh, linking making money by being marketing via Facebook it's it's a real thing and yeah I think that's largely what's behind it and so one of the dangers here is that message that is that yoga is not for everybody yeah, which could not be further from the truth, actually. Yeah. Tell yeah. us a little bit more ab- about that, and perhaps um, more particularly about um, the practice you know, that you have and how you came to it. Yeah, okay. So my practice did start with actually with meditation, which is a branch of yoga. People sometimes now, I think, would be 
fairly common to think that yoga is just those postures and that's just one aspect of a really broad practice. So I came in through the side door really which was in through meditation. However I must say when I discovered the postures I fell in love with those as so many you know in your 20s it is possibly an appropriate practice and a lot of people will start there. However over time for me there's the the natural progression through a practice is the asana of the movement is the start of the practice it's the grossest level and the longer you practice and the more refined your practice becomes there are other things available like mantra which is sound visualization meditation philosophy all equally valid and important things and often so over time I have moved into some of those deeper practices and now that I'm in them and I'm the age that I am I can see that they are also a really good entry point for someone who's not 20 and interested in the physical aspects there's other ways into yoga Uh, Vinny yoga is is your practice yes Um, how might that differ from another practice and I'm, you, I'm asking you as someone who doesn't practice at all. Yeah okay thank you so Vini Yoga is um, the from the tradition of Krishnamacharya so for some of you that might tweak a recognition of the name or others it's like just another Indian name so Vini Yoga is a yoga that emphasises the fact that it is the job of the teacher to find the right practice for the individual and that it is unlikely that all the people in front of you need exactly the same practice. So it's really individualised, and when you offer someone a practice, you're taking into account things like what do they actually want, what what is their physical constitution, what age in their life are they, what's their environment, and from that understanding, you can then offer someone a practice that might have physical postures, it might have pranayama, which is breathing, there might be chanting, there might be visualisation, dietary changes. So it's very individualised. And in your practice, um, your, your local business is Temple Yoga. Uh, what is the onboarding process of somebody? You know, if someone comes to you, um, presumably you have to go through some kind of um, discussion with them before you decide upon the path, or do you test certain things out? How does it work? Yeah, if I'm working with someone individually, we have up to like an hour-long consultation just to really figure out those things. What are they wanting? What are their limitations? What's their background? And from that understanding, I will put together a practice that makes sense to them and that is going to support them in their life. And then the the usual procedure is that they go home and they start that as a daily practice. So might it be that in some other practices that is a stage which is missing, uh, that, that, that only one aspect of the practice is offered and emphasised? Yes, and I also think what also is the, the physical practice is heavily, heavily emphasised by most people and the individual teaching is often not part of what other yoga teachers offer. It's group classes, um, which serves a purpose, and I also do two group classes a week, but there is a, a big gap for someone who perhaps is not getting what they need from a group class 
um, that, that ability to have a personalised practice. Would it be your argument that, um, that this more holistic approach offers ultimately better value because it is a holistic approach? In other words, um, that someone might practice uh, one or other aspect for years without gaining the full benefits, but potential benefits. Yeah, absolutely. I think this holistic approach acknowledges that we change over time. So what you need to do when you're 20 is not going to be the same as what you need to do when you're 50 or 60 and also individually like if you think of someone perhaps who's suffering from depression what is going to be helpful for them is not necessarily the same as somebody who's suffering from arthritis whereas yoga can help both but it's not going to be the same. Kate it's a tough choice for, well, let's call them consumers, isn't it? You've, mm. you've pointed out that there are so many options available now, some of them quite high-profile, high uh, yes. and and I guess like so many other things, at certain times, certain practices get a lot of media attention or, or a lot of marketing put into them. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, it's tough for someone who wants to make the right choice, particularly in this world where we are, um, let's say, time poor is one way of describing it. Mm. Um, so, you know, how do we get around that? You know, is it wrong for someone to make a decision that, hey, look, I've only got um, two hours a week that I can dedicate to anything like this. I'm just going to go to a group class and say, hey, I'm practicing yoga. Yeah. Um, that's a really great question, and I would encourage anyone to take whatever forward movement they can. A little is good, but I would also say in that if you try yoga and it's disappointing or you're not getting what you are hoping to get from it, try again. Like There's so many different styles, there's so many different teachers and backgrounds that I would encourage someone just because it didn't work the first time don't write yoga off altogether keep searching and therein lies the challenge with so many of these kind of well-being decisions that we're offered uh, people sometimes perhaps look at yoga as being a bit like you know, exercise um, I, my new year's resolution is to treat yoga as exercise to get myself uh, fitter more healthy uh, in that physical kind of sense? Yes, that's a big question, um, which could be a whole podcast in itself, which it will be. Traditionally, and keeping yoga in its authentic, true self, it's not just exercise. That is, to some degree, what it has become by some teachers, and there are some benefits if you just t- treat it as exercise. However, that's really not the deep purpose of yoga and you will get far more benefit from it if you can find a place or a teacher that is teaching it in its whole self. Kate, we're in the very early stages of the development of a new programme here on OFM, The Dunedin Yoga Lady. What do you hope to cover over the series? I hope to cover... Some of the major struggles that people may be facing in their life, like in broad strokes, I want to look, say one week, at look at anxiety and how can yoga be helpful for anxiety. Then another week I will be looking at, say, maybe depression. So, And also, broadly, I want to bring some of the deeper 
philosophy behind yoga forward so people can see it in a, in a wider context and how it actually might apply to their ordinary daily life, not meaning you have to put yoga tights on or even roll out a yoga mat. Do you consider yourself any kind of guru or do you, do you, you know, what, what about the concept of the guru in this area? I consider myself definitely just as a teacher and for me the first thing about a teacher and about yoga actually it's, it's a relationship. So when I teach yoga it's about just me showing up as a person and just as best as the other person is able to for them to show themselves and between us some good yoga can happen. So you're a teacher, are you also continuing your own learning? Yes, yeah, and probably will for the rest of my life, I would say, yeah. I study um, with the lineage of Krishnamacharya and have a teacher and a mentor that I'm um, always in close contact with, actually. Such an interesting discussion. Uh, I look forward to this program sort of pulling some of those strands apart for our listeners. Um, thanks so much for taking some time to join us, Kate, uh, and all the best with your new program and podcast, Dunedin Yoga Lady, fortnightly on Tuesdays, 10.30 in the morning. Of course, you can find the podcast from our website, oar.org.nz, also available from accessmedia.nz that you can download there from any of the app stores. You can take ORFM Dunedin and programs such as Dunedin Yoga Lady with you wherever you go. Kia ora, Kate. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.